And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. I'm down to dunk. And I'm down to dunk. I'm down to dunk. This is J-Dub, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shea Gibbs Alexander, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lindy Waters, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Mike Muscala, and I'm down to dunk. This is Jay Will, and I'm down to dunk. This is Kenneth Williams, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lou Dort, and I'm down to dunk. We say this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> Good morning and welcome to episode one, two, six, four, down, two, Dunk. You can find us on The Athletic and anywhere else you subscribe to your podcast. Go to theathletic.com backslash down to dunk and get The Athletic for $1 a month for six months. I am Luke, joined this morning by Andrew. But I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Woo! Slam through. Taylor. Tishon and the boys in the morning. Also, I want to do this. The boys are back in town, boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. I wonder if we could get the actual rights to that song. Finn Lizzie's. And Jay. It's Jay. It's Jay. Guys, well, I'm back. Welcome back. I welcome back, dude. You've been missed, man. I took some time, traveled, just playing pickup basketball, but it turns out I suck. <laughs> I'm so bad. Just learning the game. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's a hard game. Yeah. I thought I could make it to the NBA. I could not. <laughs> yeah, Luke, the reason we haven't talked about it is because Luke was trying out with a lot of teams. He was, he was with the blue for a little while. Conflict yeah. of interest. Isn't mm-hmm. that kind of what he's basically, isn't that what Lee Ellis is doing? Yeah. Same yeah. thing. That's on. It's our thing. version of Lee, right? Yeah. He's better than, he's better than me. Just not Australian. What's it, give an Australian accent. Oh, shrimp of the bobby. It's the go-to. I think that's offensive for most Australians. Is it? What's offensive about it? It's just, you know, like what else you got that's Australian? Fosters. Okay, good. Outback. Australian for beer. Australian for beer. Beer. Friends. <laughs> we are in... <laughs> I, I just want to... Do you know that scene from The Office where Andy says, you know, I wish that you knew that you were in the good old days? Hmm. When you're right, them, right, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's where we're at right now. We're in the sweet spot where expectations are low for this team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're outperforming those. Like, this may be the last time. Oh, you're talking about the Thunder. I thought you were talking about us. No. No. That was a while ago. Wow. It is a good connection, though. Uh, but here's the deal. <laughs> this will be the last time where every single game, win or lose, it's okay. Yeah. 
That's true. We're playing with house money. It's what Tyler said in the podcast, which I thought was brilliant. Doesn't matter. Just enjoy the ride, man. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. The Thunder are all over the media. It's crazy. Yeah. It is crazy. Shay, all-star. We don't know yet. Do we know yet? He's definitely well, he, going to be an all-star. Yeah, I mean, he got to like it's going to be. But he didn't. He, the what starters he get announced next week. Votes? Next Thursday. What? Was he fifth in like, votes? Fourth, like, yeah. fourth in guard votes. Behind in guard votes. Steph, Luca, Ja, and then Shea. You but know what? Shea and Ja were really That's close. That's pretty crazy, though. There was then like 50. That Shea's already yeah. the fourth most popular guard in the West. And they've been on the national He's very stage once. Yeah. It's like there hasn't been a lot of opportunity for people to know who Shea is. People, people like him. They they need to put him on national TV more. Yeah, they do. Because people really do like he. People do enjoy Shea, and they enjoy this Thunder team. <coughs> oh my gosh, they're gonna have to flex the Thunder <laughs> in again mm-hmm. before the end of the year. Oh, at, they at will. Le- at least no once. question. Yeah, I'll put it over here. Wow. I'm not eating donuts, man. That was fast. Yeah, I uh, give it to me. Then. It's it's been a fun week where my good friend. Andrew Schlecht has done 8,500 podcasts, but we do have a Twitter question. Ah, the first question? First question. The first question comes from at, it was on purpose and and not an accident. (laughs) Yeah. It comes from at Johnny Ho 34, who says, it's about time Zach Lowe does an OKC segment. I could see the guest being McMahon, but how likely is it to be at Andrew K. Schlecht? I'm sure Royce would be pretty good, put good, put in a good word. If you don't know, <sighs> now you know, friends. <laughs> Andrew Schlecht, the one and only, was on the Zach Lowe Low Post podcast yesterday, last night. What up, Schlecht? <laughs> it was ridiculous. I just started I still, it. It's an hour know. and a half because yeah. he edited it. This is why it came out so late. Is he edited it to add the Boston Golden State recap yes. on it. So I was like, yeah, yeah. woke up this morning and I'm an hour and a half. It took me not that long to get here. Mm. Anyway, man. So <laughs> if you want Thunder content, it's out there. It's everywhere. That's amazing. But I, I can't not at least give you a minute to talk about being on the low post. That was, we've talked about that. I think verbatim on this podcast is like, there's not a lot of other things to do podcast wise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it's funny on Saturday night, we were, I can't remember where we were driving home from, but we were driving home and I was just like, it's like talking to my wife. I was just telling her that Zach Lowe's talking about the thunder a lot on his podcast recently. And, He's probably going to have a Thunder segment, and I just really hope that he asks me. I said, I don't know who, who he's going to ask, but I just really hope that he asks me. And she's like, that's great. Like, she doesn't know who Zach Lowe is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's like, that called when like, you put it out in the world? Like, you, you manifest. Manifest. Manifested, though. You were manifesting. I manifested. And then it was the next day. It was like the next morning that he messaged me. and was just like, hey, would you want to come on? low post i was like <laughs> no thank you yeah <laughs> no thank- try again next time and Zach. you screenshotted it and posted it as a flag. super busy <laughs> <laughs> yeah screenshot post couldn't do it um no thanks no but he was he's just as nice a person as you would hope he would be just as he is on the podcast he's great it was a great time i still can't believe that it happened it still like doesn't feel real 
at all to me. I took far too many notes beforehand. I have like this like whole doc. <laughs> I wrote just a small like book from, from like top to bottom about like everything. Yeah, that's that, not one you come into haphazardly. No, no, no. But yeah, it was great. That's awesome. It's very fun. Although some of his guests do. Not you. Yeah. I I did. You're not ha- jaded yet. I did have to correct Zach very early on in the podcast because he called him Mark Dagnalt. <gasps> and I said, whoa. I said, it's Dagnalt. And he was like, what? What? I was like, yeah. I was like, that's what the, you're, you're falling for the broadcast. The broadcast is saying it wrong. Which is, that's a, such a disservice to Mark yeah. that the, our own broadcast doesn't call him by the correct name. And so I had to stop. I, had, I stopped him and corrected him very early on <laughs> in the show. But I, I wrote in my notes, make sure that Mark's name is pronounced correctly. Yeah. Oh. And, I, and it was like one of those moments, like I just have these moments in my life where I'm, I just have to like, like I have to do it. Mm-hmm. And I just had to do it. That, that's brownie points with Mark big time. Brownie points yeah. and power move on low. Which is it's, it's awesome. I had to establish power. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm the alpha, Zach. You're incorrect. It is this. <laughs> Schlecht here. And he, did, and he said it right the rest of the way. Yeah. Which was great. So since the, uh, <laughs> since the last content you got from this content or this podcast thread, the Tyler Parker, the Thunder did play and, yeah. and really handled the Pacers. Oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Without... Much difficulty they for out, the entire. Hey, they outpaced them. That's what the Thunder emailed me. <laughs> <laughs> Directly. They, um, yeah. Yeah, they. I've said this. Hey, one. Luke. I don't know if you caught the <laughs> game. Hey, we outpaced them. <laughs> we saw you're going on a tour of basketball around the world. We just want to let you know the Thunder just outpaced. Keep, just keeping me up to date. <laughs> they were up 17 to 1 within just like a couple minutes of the game starting. They were just on fire. And they. And I've said this on a lot of different platforms already, but they've like they carried themselves differently when they walked out onto the court to start the game. Like you could see, like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna kill these guys, mm-hmm. and they did. They they just were like strutting onto the court, You're like, oh, this looks different. This is interesting. Like, how's this gonna play out? And they their defense to start the game was outrageous. It felt like one of those, and I think you're alluding to this as well, it felt like one of those first games where they didn't come into it as the quintessential underdog. And they weren't an underdog. For sure. I think they were favored by three and a half or something like that whenever they're coming to the game. it's But it's this balance that they're going to have to strike where they're not reading their press clippings enough to where they come into a game arrogant, but come into a game confident. Mm -hmm. And the way this DNA is is kind of create or has been created i don't think that's really how they will function that's one of the things i was talking about last week you know about what i can see the ceiling of this at least the way they're playing right now which mm-hmm. i know changes this will not seemingly be a team that comes into a lot of games over expectant of themselves like mm-hmm. you remember those old thunder, and everybody does this where yeah. they show up against teams that are inferior and they just don't play and a lot of the Thunder have benefited from those games even earlier in the season from other teams. Boston being the one that yeah. sticks all, out. All the Westbrook teams post. Yes, you know, it was MVP always year. a struggle because yeah. they yes. would always underperform against the worst teams in the NBA. And mm-hmm. at least now, which this obviously could change as they continue to to kind of ascend that mountain of success. I think that it's one of the things you watch that it was a different demeanor 
against yeah. the Pacers. Where yeah. They did came, come in. And that's what I think is most changed about Giddy. Oh, my gosh. Is he just, he walks in like, oh, I'm, I'm, doesn't matter who you're going to put on me. I'm going to score. I'm going to pass. I'm going to rebound. He, and nobody's going to stop me. <laughs> yeah. He's gotten a little fiery lately. He also fouled out in that game. He fouled out, and the crowd went berserk. They were like almost proud of him for fouling out. He really does funny. feel like one of those players that fouling out is um, is a good thing for him. They were excited. Did you see that? Uh, this was uh, a few weeks ago, but he commented on a uh, an attractive woman's Instagram, like mm-hmm. a model's yeah. Instagram. Yeah. He's feeling himself. He he's definitely he's feeling, he's feeling a lot of confidence. And that that's guy. and that's good. Yeah. That's real good. <laughs> when you're confident enough, and I think he just put I think it was an emoji. Just an emoji on her on her thing. I can look. I think he but said nice uniform or something. Nice yeah, yeah, uniform. Nice she uniform. was in a swimsuit. Not yeah. quite yeah. not quite Giannis level of No. Yeah, direct. Not, yeah. not that direct. But still, <laughs> it, but, but still it, it was not a DM. <laughs> It was on her post. Jeez. He knows everyone can see that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that was like, very intentional. It, it is a weird thing. I don't know what happened, but sometime around Christmas, like, yeah. the whole world changed for him. And he's just like, oh. He basically turned into Andrew Schlecht on the low post. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Super confident, asserting power yeah. everywhere, here and there. Correcting since, reporters. Since December 16th, they're the fourth best team in net rating. Since wow. January 1st, they're the, they're the best team in net rating. So I think I think going back to the hopefully this team stays confident and doesn't become arrogant. Yeah. I think there's a good possibility that they do just stay confident and build more confidence without it turning into a negative arrogance. Yeah. Because of the way that they're winning, right? It's such a team effort every night, like a deep team effort. It's not like Durant and Westbrook outscoring teams. Yeah. And then you guys just, you know, cover your guys. That's you like know, almost, get blocks at the rim, whatever. Yeah. This is like a full offensive team and then everyone's performing on defense too even shay the number one guy is trying hard on they defense. Had 41 so. assists on 47 made shots that's in incredible that pacers game yeah and like it that's was a, it was a it was a record it was yeah a, record. Thund- a thunder record yeah 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 they it was signed <laughs> they gave him an extra one after this guy yeah they yeah. did yeah they <laughs> gave him one late i was because i had already put out there like all the stats and i was like oh 40 assists that's crazy and i walked back to um the media area and then I sit down, and it's like, oh, there's 41. I was like, it's great. It's crazy. Who who corrects that? Do you think it was uh, Sam ran down? Yeah. Uh, sorry. I you got to count 41. this J-Dub one. Actually, as a yeah, Kendrick Williams know. had career-high assist 10, which is crazy. You don't ever think of him being that guy. But he was awesome. He was so good. He And that's – Dignall has said it in the past. And I can't remember what the comment was toward, but he was just like, yeah, Kenrich is not going to allow that to happen, basically. Mm-hmm. And he's the guy that c- continues to create that hunger. Now, everything can change. Like I said, we're in those good old days mm-hmm. where they're young, they're having a good time, everything can change. Like George hitting his shots. Somebody asked this question, and, and I'm not sure where it is, but I'll come to it here in just a minute. But asking the question, oh, okay, so this is from at 20 or 2 Salt and Light. Other than injury, what can derail the Thunder's master plan for sustained success? <laughs> it's been... The master plan for sustained sex. <laughs> and a title run in Oklahoma City with this squad. 
I haven't had a mistake like that since Lucas been gone, man. Oh really uh derailed here. Uh for me is what I would answer that question. <laughs> this is Take these pills, men. <laughs> We must sustain. <laughs> they're, they're changing the name of the arena to Blue Chew Arena. I wonder why is that? It's a part of our master plan. The, the Thunder Blue Chew is the G League team now. No wonder Giddy, it's no wonder Giddy's so confident. Yeah, going down to the Chew tonight. Uh, so what I was trying to say is, uh, I think, and this is it's even worse when I give you my answer is I think that that the arrogance that they could develop could ultimately <laughs> impact their long term master plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for yeah. success. Well said. Thanks. That's good. I mean, injury is definitely a huge thing because when you're talking about adding Chet to this team, yeah, we're already like, a little derailed. Yeah, they've already he's been already out. Yeah. They were derailed. Now we're railing again. Um, <laughs> and you're just going to throw another guy in the mix, huh? And it's, and it's a part of the master plan. <laughs> um, but for real, I do think that that injuries is a part of that. But besides that, I don't know, because they do have this, the way it was described was collective confidence in each other, that they're not, it's not just one guy that's playing really well. Yeah. Um, yeah, they have collected confidence in everybody but Trey Mann. Trey Mann was not a part of it. The way I talked about it after the game was like everybody is in a band and everyone's playing the same song and Trey Mann is like hiding in the corner away from the song. Mm-hmm. It's he, different than how ba- like Baisley would come out with a guitar and like solo in the wrong spot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's an orchestra it's like, on, and he's dude. he's coming in wailing right. on something. And everyone's like, what? Is com- this is not the composition. Yeah, this is not it. Uh, Trey, in the fourth quarter, I was just like, all right, game's over. Game's been over. He looked like he was avoiding shooting the basketball, which was just like, what? Like, wait a minute. Like, What's going on here? This is so different than a couple weeks ago when we announced that Trey's back. Yeah, he's he's gone again. He's gone. I think he had like, O'Shea Brissett in front of him, and I was like, "No, no, no it was uh, it was Isaiah Jackson." And I was like, "Cook, cook, him. cook that guy! What are yeah. you doing?" Yeah, it was one on one situation. There was no help defense to be seen. And I was like, "What are you not taking that step back? Like, what are you? What's going on here?" And and you know I, that's just like a small footnote of this team because the way that Isaiah Joe played and the, how confident he is and how like enmeshed in this group he is it's like wow like he it, you, it doesn't really matter if trey mm-hmm. plays well or not because they've got a guy that's doing what really they trey wanted do. trey to do and took, you know what t- took 12 threes 12 and, and hit, you know what, what? Six of them? seven seven of them when lindy waters has been getting minutes he's been good too yeah lindy's good man he's not better than trey he's just more consistent yeah which i guess makes him ultimately better well and he does things on the defensive end that trey Oh yeah, Lindy's been. Yeah. That's actually been a surprise of him. He's had a couple of good blocks. Oh yeah, he gets in the way. Like he's a he's a try harder man, he which is, is good. Yeah. And I'll tell yeah. you the the thing about Trey that's so challenging. It feels, and, and I know there are so many different aspects of this. Trey feels a little Terrence Ferguson e mm. 
not in the the personal stuff that derailed Ferguson or and not in the way they play. Yeah. They're so different. Yeah. But just in the like how that role, having trouble finding that fit in that how role. Do, yeah. yeah. And how completely out of it they just oscillate from where they're like contributing. Hey man, there's maybe something there to oh my gosh, is this guy what how do, he doesn't need minutes. Mm-hmm. Cuz the way he played against the Pacers, you're like there's not a guy on the roster that I would rather sit than Trey, mm-hmm. right? Like, I want Wiggins to play. I want Joe to play. I want Jing to play. I want JRE. You know, these guys, I know they're injured. But you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he's the one you have the least amount of confidence in on the floor. And so that's, which is hard because he's also somebody I'd mentioned, this is three weeks ago, but he has a unique potential skill set that could really unlock a whole different level with this team. Yeah, I mean, but it's can, just it's it's less and less encouraging to think that he's ever going to get to that consistently. Yeah, I mean, because he, I mean, the fact that he can handle the ball, pretty good passer. Like, there's there's a lot there with Trey. He just has to figure it out. Talented man, talented man, very very talented man. Uh, okay, I think it's time, mm. L man. Mm. Guys, I got news. L man's deep dive is dead. No! It's gone. But now I'm introducing a new segment that I don't have a name for yet, but it will I will come up with one or we will come up with one eventually. <gasps> Glorious. I've been providing Taylor with a lot of knowledge throughout the years. Yep. He's come to me with questions. I've given him knowledge and now it's my Saved time. Save my marriage. Exactly. Thank you. And so much more. Keeping his children alive. Yes, keeping keeping his them children alive. alive and thriving. Yes, thriving. True. Now it's my time. I'm going to spread the wealth to all of you. If you guys ask me a question for advice, I'm going to provide you that advice. And today I have my first, and it is Robert, who asks, L-Man, I'm going on my first resort Mexican vacation in March. Grand Vilas. How do I ensure I drink good, not watered down stuff? Also, I want to pace myself. I want relaxation and indulgence every second of the day. (laughs) I just got back from a vacation in Mexico, so I'm well suited to provide this advice. First, it's so important if we know if this is all-inclusive or not. Mm, Because if it is, the only way to guarantee it, you got to bring some dollar bills and, and do some tipping. Mm-hmm. That's how you're going to ensure it's Ooh, not. You know, okay. You're getting you're getting the best of the best. Second, to enjoy every second of every day, that starts at breakfast. Mm. Is my oh, opinion. Starts totally, at breakfast. Totally agree. And it is the this most is it is the most important meal of the day. Specifically, it's the most important drinking meal of the day. Oh, I want to introduce <laughs> you guys to if you're having brunch or breakfast, the three amigos. That is water coffee and a bloody mary (laughs) bloody mary can be substituted for mimosa but i don't do that they provide you hydration Mm. for the day energy and alcohol but those three things are what you need to keep in balance all day long and that's where it starts that's so true wow the bloody mary needs to be a little bit spicy because that means you can't drink it too fast. You gotta take your time. Oh. And then you just keeps you, you in check. You like you set, need to, you need to visit booby traps. You need to visit all three of the amigos equally. Yeah. But it's at any pace you want. I like that. That uh-huh. makes a lot of sense uh-huh. to me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And the other thing is avoid Red Bull vodkas. 
<laughs> they will they will leave you wide awake, staring at the ceiling at 4 a.m., sweaty, unable to sleep, with nothing to look forward to, but a tomorrow filled with di- difficult... <laughs> sorry. We are having a tough... Nothing to look forward to, a but a tomorrow day. filled with difficult, stinky craps. <laughs> <laughs> so instead... You should go for his classy cousin, the espresso martini. Oh. And then you're good. Wow. And then you're good. And using that, putting those into effect, you will have a great vacation. Wow. That is my advice. That's great advice. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. I'm going to set up more. We get out of questions. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we need recorded messages. That's what I'm, we're eventually oh, going to no. try to do. That's what we're eventually going to try to do. I love it. Let's go. We do. Hey, I'm Tayshawn. This is my fidget DJ. <laughs> I've been feeling nostalgic lately, so I want to go back. The Thunder now are in... Th- we're full swing Thunder 2.0. Yeah. Full swing. We're like in it, in it. Yeah, we're in it. So I'm feeling a little nostalgic on Thunder 1.0. Okay. So I want to talk about maybe the first really memorable Thunder game that you guys went to. Mm. It could be the very first Thunder game you went to. It could be all the way back to, like, Chris Paul rookie season Thunder game. So, for example... Hornets. Hornets, right. Yeah. But that counts for me, right? So, the first game I went to that was memorable was in Chris Paul's rookie season. I think I was in seventh grade. And I just really remember Speedy Claxton! Claxton! Didn't they do... Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. They did. And um, wasn't really into basketball, but I remember going to the game. Then yeah. when I really got into basketball was 2008, 2009 season, mm-hmm. and they played the Lakers. Lakers were here. Yeah. And I watched Playoffs? Kobe. No, that oh. was ten. Oh yeah, you're right. Sorry. This is just a regular season game. Okay. Kobe was playing, and I watched Kobe live, and I was like, Oh my god, this is, this is what basketball is. Mm-hmm. And then that's what like really started my my passion for basketball yeah david west david west (laughs) (laughs) they were actually better back then than they are now well it's a different organization yeah that's true i never thought about that but that's true what do you mean well i just have always thought it's like yeah that's just like (laughs) that's totally right (laughs) okay you're absolutely right. <laughs> That's why I don't understand the mixing of the two. But You know what was wild about that? So I worked in a restaurant, a little family-owned restaurant here. Not my family, but somebody's family uh, <laughs> here in, in Oklahoma City. And this thing's I didn't even this realize. somebody's family-owned every do remember, restaurant? Do you remember the GM of the, the <laughs> Hornets back then? Um, Jeff Bauer? Yeah, so Jeff Bauer and their head medical guy would come into the restaurant all of the time. Wow. And so I would just like chat with jeff bauer and this guy all of the time and it never not like it is now where i would like panic and start trying to Mm -hmm. like influence you know so tell me tell me about this sam or whatever but it was just like he just was a dude i i knew so little about the fullness of an organization that i do now you know which so much of that's obviously podcast related and different things like that but he just would come in all the time. He's super nice, and they were great, and and always really, you know, they tipped well and oh, all of nice. those things. Oh, but, yeah. <coughs> that's why you're chatting. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, I was really working that. But um, my first, so if you go back to that, there was actually a game that I went with a few friends, and Gilbert Arenas uh, came, 
and played. I think it actually the game went to overtime. David West hit like a jump shot to send him in overtime. Classic. But Gilbert Arenas was, he was awesome. watching him play. I was like, this is the best offensive player I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. He was really good. Because um, what's that? 2003? Oh, maybe. No, no, no. I mean, they weren't here then. It was seven, like... Six, seven? Yeah, six, seven. 1998? Five, six, six, five, six, six, seven, I think. Yeah. So anyway, and that was oh, that yeah, was yeah. probably the first time watching an NBA game. Because I watched an NBA game when I was a kid, but it was the Dallas Mavericks versus the Minnesota Timberwolves in Kevin Garnett's rookie year. Oh, man. That was- they were both... Horrible teams. Yeah. <laughs> horrible, horrible teams. But anyway, and then, you know, I watched OKC Cavs games back in the day, which yeah. is there. I don't even know what league that was, but it was so bad. Yeah. Manute Bull was there, though, which is kind of fun. That is fun. But that was about it. Uh, and so if I was going to say, like, the first Thunder memory, um, I don't actually remember going to a lot of games when they just got here. But yeah. I do remember uh, when they introduced <laughs> just, like, stupid stuff, like, when they introduced Rumble, and he like came rappelling down from the rafters, the yeah. first you know, as first season, somewhere. you cried, just weeping, yeah, weeping. <laughs> so one of the beautiful. first ones. This is you know this we're in blind. trade season, but one of the first like real memories where I knew I was sold on this team was all of the way that they utilized Twitter back in the day to oh, yeah. the Broingtons, the um, all of that stuff where they just yeah. they endeared themselves to the fan well, it feels base. like J-Dub right now who's got his YouTube channel with like, he's got like 1,700, you know, views on his yeah, it videos, just, Yeah, it's, so, it's so beginning level, you know, or like yeah. entry level. And so, and then I remember being way too excited about the Kendrick Perkins trade. Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah. That I was, was kind of the I was in point. the building when he played his first game and when they announced him in the starting lineup, you just felt like, oh my gosh, we have a team. Yeah. Like we have a real team that is going to like really do something. And they did. Like they they were amazing after they traded for Perk. But when they announced him in the starting lineup, it did like everything just felt different. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite memories, and this wasn't that early on, was Elman. You and I were at that Clippers game, Game Five. We did. We were, we were doing down to dunk at the time. We did the conversation where we yeah. did yeah. the podcast before in the car, just like recording on my phone. And then after the game, we were like, "And we'll tell you what happens after the game," which is like. A really bad way to do a podcast. But anyways, we did it anyways. <laughs> it was actually <clears throat> awesome. And afterwards, I mean, people were leaving because the Thunder were down mm-hmm. pretty big, down like toward the end of the fourth quarter. And then they ended up pulling it off. It's Chris Paul had his collapse. Uh, I can't remember who was it, like Matt Barnes. Oh, was it Matt Barnes? Like somebody was driving the lane and then the, the ball went out of bounds and it really should have been Clippers ball, but they gave it to the Thunder and Doc Rivers is losing his mind. Well, that was the that was on the Reggie Jackson play. Yeah, it was on the Reggie Jackson play. And then you have like the classic West like Westbrook's at the free throw line shooting three free throws when Chris Paul fouls him. And Durant's sitting down on the other side of the yeah. court facing the opposite direction. There's a photo of it. And he can't even watch it. That was like the the game we were going berserk yeah, it was during awesome. that game it was so fun we were like hugging strangers and it yeah. was just like i cannot believe it because it was a pivotal game mm-hmm. like whoever won that game was probably going to win the series yep. and it looked like the thunder were going to lose that game i had a friend that left that was like listening to it on the radio as he drove home that's a that's a bad moment for a fan it's a bad moment like, oh. <laughs> but luke and i stayed 
And then we got in his car afterwards and we're just like screaming. So I rewatched that not too long ago. <clears throat> Pardon me. And one of the things that I forgot, so I think it's Blake Griffin's at the line. Kind of the first thing that starts this whole thing is Blake Griffin's on the line. He can make it like an eight oh, point yeah. game or something like yes. that. Makes the first one, then misses the second one. But then Glenn Big Baby Davis gets the rebound. Gets the offensive board. Serge doesn't block him out. Yes. And you just felt like that, that was it. And that, that was probably was the moment where my friend is like, all right, I'm out of here. I know. Like, this that is was over. It. Yeah. Man, that was a fun one. But obviously, the. The finals run, the Western Conference finals run, those are all fun moments. Like the, I remember having, this is my my wife. My wife. Uh, we had, it was the Maverick series where they're playing them in the Western Conference finals. Yeah. And I was like, hey, let's have some people over. We'll yeah. cook, you know, I'll cook burgers. We could have people over. And I set up a TV. It was beautiful outside. So I set up a TV outside and we we're watching the game on my back patio. This is before I lived where I live now. It's where I was Taylor's oh, neighbor. Where do you live but, now? Will you give us your address? Yeah, come on over. No, to the pod, people, the pod listeners, please. No. Yeah. Uh, and so, but I'm watching that game, and I don't know if y'all remember, how much you remember that series, but that was, the Thunder had gigantic oh leads yes. in almost every one of those games. Mm -hmm. And this was, I think, game five, maybe, and they were up 20 points, and it just, I watched it just it's painful. And I was so mad <laughs> that my 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 wife told me she told me you don't get to have thunder watch parties at our house anymore. <laughs> if you're gonna act this way you can't have friends over you know what was crazy about that series is uh, you just watched it and you had to accept oh this is just fate like this is dirk's destiny year it was you're <sighs> right. like you just had to accept it it's like yeah there's nothing and they were still it. young enough that year that you didn't feel like so much pressure because like durant was 22 yeah we still you had know? five championships in westbrook the back, was 22 dude. ibaka was 21 harden was 21 you felt like you kind of felt like they shouldn't be doing this anyway again yeah. playing with house money yeah gosh they were so young because i 21 i know that's insane. that's the age that poku is right now they were in the western conference finals what was that durant's third year in the league though i don't think so. that was 11 so fourth year yeah. fourth year sonic's rookie year yeah because i remember How would he be from that time from that time i remember like going through each playoff year and i don't remember if this is exactly right but mm -hmm. like the first one's like we were against the grizzlies and they won and then we beat them the next year and we beat Dallas beat us, and then we beat them, and the Lakers beat us, and then each t each year we'd like move up in rank. Yeah, that's probably not. It was really teams. just three years, but they we lost just moved the... up every single year, and it's like well, this. It just felt like we're gonna we're gonna win everything. Yeah, I next know. Step like, is the next winning. step. We win, and yeah. then we never stop winning. I know it felt like that. We thought we'd be the Warriors. What yeah. the Warriors? Well, they yeah. they beat the they beat the Lakers. The La they beat the Lakers. the Lakers. They the Lakers beat them in six games, and you felt like, oh my gosh. Because I thought they'd get swept, honestly. And that was when, after the game ended, which was Pau Gasol that got the rebound. Collison. Yeah. yeah, and put it back in to win the game. Yeah, and painful. then the Thunder fan base just gave them a standing Stood up ovation. And, yeah. Everybody then the was next year, happy. they yeah. throttled the Lakers. Yeah. And that was the yeah. play where the penultimate play was Russ gets fouled on the fast break and just throws, throws it up. He throws it up it from... And this, yeah. like, punch And he just keeps rush. running. Yeah. 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 He's like, Bow. He was like, Um... <laughs> <laughs> And then, so they did. It was It was like they won that one. Then they lost somewhere. I think the Spurs probably. Then they beat the next year. They yeah. beat Mavericks. Or am I messing up the 
No, well, they, got, that they was lost the year they the, got to the. They lost to the eventual champion every year. The the first two yeah. years, and then they made it to the finals themselves and yeah. lost the to the eventual year. champion. Mm-hmm. And they lost to the champion. Yeah, yep. in the finals. Uh-huh. But yeah, they lost to the Mavericks. They lost to the Lakers, who won the title. They lost to the Mavericks, who went and won yeah. the title, and then they got to the finals. And that step up, it was just like that was. It was just like this. We're gonna be awesome forever. This yeah, be yeah, and that was John Hollinger was still working for ESPN, and he said something to the effect of like, "Should we just book recurring hotels?" Oklahoma like, hey, City. we'll let you know. We'll be back here next June. Yeah, and then all right. Well, this this derailed. This got really sad. Yeah, thanks a lot, I was Taylor. Trying to be positive. Okay, our first Twitter question. Well, hold on, hold on, no, hold I... on. <clears throat> we got to play your song first. Oh, I thought you were playing it. No. Should we take a break first? Yes, we should. We're going to take a break. Break. <clears throat> break, break, break. I should make that a drop. Break. I'm about to break. Break. Oh, break. cool. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free When it's time for me to find a job, I went right to LinkedIn Jobs. They helped me find the right employer, and it was, man, very, very easy process. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash dunk. That's linkedin.com slash dunk to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. 
We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto I Live My Life a Quarter Mile at a Time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Break. Okay, all right. Uh, now it's time for some Twitter questions. Shut up! Twitter questions. you got questions and you have them. I don't like this part. <laughs> now we answer we it for you. This is Now let's get down to it. Our first Twitter question comes uh. from at Thunder Dustin, who wants to know what is your new over under for Thunder wins this season. So what did they start the season at? 27? 23. 23. And they're going to blow that to pieces. Yeah. Um, they could get there tonight. Is it crazy not to think that they could do... So here's the starting point. Do mm-hmm. they cross... Do they finish the season 500 or better? Mm-hmm. So that is... That's 41 that's wins? That's something. Um, I would say over under 35 and a half. Over. That's a good. That's a good number. Because I mean, over. I mean, if they're healthy the rest of the way, and everything goes well, like yeah, you could you could say over. Well, yeah, I'm choosing dumb and going 500. Then Chet comes back. Yeah, we play 20 20 games. Yeah, yeah. When Chet's 25 games at the end. <laughs> well, I I think Stephen Dolan put out there that if he. Plays if he doesn't play, but just plays in the playoffs, he can yeah. still qualify as a rookie I next year. I saw that. I got a little excited. <laughs> he is not. He's not coming back. That's not happening. Yeah, right, man. I was like, did I? Just after I read that, that I thought I took vest, a blue chip. It's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so blue chew arena. I, I do think <laughs> I, I am incredibly. That's Miami's next uh, next I'm, arena name, yeah, probably for real. I'm intrigued by this next five game run for the Thunder because the, the competition gets a lot better. They play the Kings tonight, then the Nuggets, the Hawks, the Cavs, and the Warriors. If they come out of this three and two, then I think they can reach 500. Because that means they're going to beat playoff teams, like good teams, that are actually healthy in theory. I think the Kings don't have Sabonis. But you're looking at the Nuggets, obviously the best team in the West right now. The Warriors are still the Warriors. Watching that game last night, like they're – their full strength Cavs, obviously, you know, all these different games. And I, I don't know if they finish that, if they surprise us the way that they just did. Yeah. Then, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they don't lose again. They might not. So also they can, they can beat those good teams. Okay. So here's the test. They have. Here's and the test. Will. And they will. Here's their next five games. At Sacramento tonight, at Denver, 
back at home, Atlanta, Cleveland, Golden State. How many of those five do you think they win? I think they win Sacramento. I think they lose Nuggets. I think they win Atlanta. Lose Nuggets. Lose Nuggets. <laughs> they win Atlanta. What are the other two? Golden State. Golden State and Cleveland. Cleveland. Are both those home? Yeah, yeah. The last three are at home. I think they lose to Cleveland and beat Golden State. Calling it. Golden State stinks on the road. I think they beat Golden State. Let's do it. I also, I mean, we, so they assigned Usman Jing to the G League. The Blue Gosh, The D League. The G League. G League. G League. You had it. Every time. I know. You're I just, doing great. I just question You're myself. Doing great. Thank you so much. Come on, Jay. So he's recovering from his injury. You've got JRE that's surely in the next week or two. Week. Not week. Really? Yeah. Not week. Mark said he's still not at like day to day yet. That's crazy. And then I don't know when, how long is Poku still out? A couple weeks. Oh, I don't think Poku's going to play the rest of the year. Yeah. He is right, still well, on crutch. He's still on crutches. He's ruined my entire morning. Dude, he looks so sad. I've seen him out there. I've seen him. He doesn't really come out in, into like the bowl of the arena very much, but I saw him a couple times and he looks so sad. So, so sad. He's just wearing just giant green sweats and just with these like weird crutches. Probably, he's and, probably so mad because or upset because he had to pay so much money for specially made crutches. Think that's how true. long they'd have. They're to giant and they look, they, they're not. They're not regular looking crutches. They're like they're like yeah. curvy. I saw them too. Yeah. yeah, they they look like a like a sickle, and then mm. you have he's got like big handles that he can kind of anyway. They are giant. I bet they're. I a, thought you were saying they look like big. No, something. no, <laughs> no sickles. sickles. Yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know that for sure. I would just. I would not have expectations for Poku because like his leg is still very broken, and I don't. He didn't have surgery, which I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know. I don't even know. Pro- if, can you have surgery on that kind of break? I have no idea. I, don't I know nothing. Not a doctor. I know nothing about bones. <laughs> I don't know anything about my bones. Damn it, Jay! I'm a podcast host, not a so doctor. Bet, <laughs> I bet JRE comes back post All Star break. Then I would. Yeah, that seems more reasonable. So anyway, so then everything I was saying has no relevance. So but, knows, but they're winning right now. They don't need those guys. I understand that, but I'm just asking. They're like, deep as hell. <laughs> but the question oh is, gosh. somebody else asked that question. I don't know if I put it in the podcast, but these guys that they that were getting significant minutes now yeah. are not getting any minutes. Yeah. So is there a correlation to their play or lack thereof that has led to this success? Yeah, I mean, like you look at on-offs, like the guys who have – very positive on-offs. Isaiah Joe, Lindy Waters, Mike Muscala, Shea, Trey Mann still does for some reason. Uh, Kenrich is a plus two. Dort's a plus one. Um, Wiggins is basically net zero. And then, like, Jeremiah was, like, a minus six when he played. Some of that's just the starting lineup just stunk. Uh, Giddy and J-Dub were minus. And then Poku was a minus 19 what? on the season. Yeah. That does not pass um, the eye test. Yeah, that he's does not go he's with definitely more. better. Like I, I, this number doesn't mean that like he is a terrible player. Like he's gotten a lot better and has helped. Like he helped them win games. But he was a part of all those brutal the starting, starting lineups, lineups. Yeah. and that's what that's the difference here with Kenrich starting. Is I think that they found something with Kenrich as the starter. He helps put pressure on both ends because he can 
help quarterback the offense and the defense, and he does. Like he's very vocal. He helps those guys a lot. And so I just wonder if they've just found something with that group mm. and you just keep going. Like if you want to make the play in, mm. that's your group. Those are your guys. And I think subbing Jeremiah for like Jay Will, even like Jay Will's played better. Yeah. Um, but he's subbing, looked like an NBA guy. Yeah. Early so, on, it was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, it was bad. But subbing Jeremiah for him, I think, would help. I think Jeremiah's a better player than he is. And well, and he's just, he's also far more confident. I mean, I would be far more confident from him to stretch the floor. Yeah. Jerry's like a good three point shooter. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll take more than Jay will. And, you have Jang coming back. Like, he he's just has, like, a small wrap on his wrist now. And, like, he was in, like, full workout gear in the locker room the other night. So, he's – I mean, he's ready to go. And so, you'll get him for probably three to four weeks before he breaks his wrist again. <laughs> that seems to be the timeline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that, he's an interesting one that could hurt more than he helps because mm-hmm. he is so young, still learning the game. They're yeah, playing. Man, he tries really hard though. He does. He could help. He could end up being good. They're playing so well though. I know I'm about to start be I know I'm about to start be a little bit more impatient with uh, I know. I know. You know, like players that are like get at the Jake start of the, the season. Yeah, at the start of the season, yeah. like, well, no, get these guys minutes, get these guys minutes, get these guys minutes. And now I'm like, it's expectations, man. Okay. Well, Mark is impatient now too. Like he called two timeouts. What game was that? That was like two or three games ago where he called two timeouts in the first oh, quarter. Both teams were just going back and forth with timeouts. Yeah, he's like, no, no. Yeah. So it was, it's, uh, it's, it was the Nets game. Yes, yes, it was Nets. Game. It was against the Nets. They looked like really sluggish to start the game. Yep. And he, and, and, and in the second, Either the second half or the second quarter, but it just he came out and he's like, nope. 12 seconds in, he called a timeout or something like that. I love when Mark gets upset like that. It's the best. It's so and he funny. calls a timeout because timeouts in the NBA are so strange because the coaches all go away from the team, mm-hmm. do a little huddle, and then come back to the team. Yeah. So Mark makes this like mm-hmm. emphatic timeout yeah. as he's walking to the middle of the lane, just completely frustrated. Like yeah. you can just see, he's like the. There is no hiding his emotions yeah. in that moment, you know. Like, yeah. He's a great coach, man. He is. I really like him. <laughs> That's great. He really is. He, he, if they make the playoffs, which 538, one of their assessments has them finishing with 43 wins and being like fifth in the West. Oh, my God. So if like something like that happened, Mark would have to win coach of the year, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. To. Like- is that like the jump that like back in the day the Thunder did where that one season they were so bad and they just jumped up and like they, yeah, were they won, won the fifty wins. They season. won fifty. If they can do that, it's just as impressive. That would be might, next year, right? I'm, yeah. No, this year. No, I'm saying fifty wins. No, was, yes, that's where I was yeah. going. Is like next year I would pick them to win fifty. Yeah, because you had Chet, you had more experience. Like Giddy's yeah. going to be in his third year. If they get 500 this year is what we're saying. If they get to 500 this year, like why why could they not do that? Yeah, they're going to totally. get the Clippers lottery pick. Wow, wouldn't that be something? I got. I just don't feel like I can. I don't something. feel like I can go to either place right now. If talking about matchups in the playoffs, play in like mm-hmm. I just can't do it yet. Just because yeah. we don't know if that's going to happen, yeah. and and I can't do the Clippers. It's called, it would be so freaking fun. I though. can't do the Clippers pick swap yet. It's either. called so, counting your chickens before they hatch. So, so at, that's right. At Frozen right. Oki does exactly that. It says making the playoffs, but still getting a lottery pick by beating the Clippers in the play in the new dream scenario. My God. 
It's like we don't talk about the dream scenario. I don't talk about We've it. We've done that once. It was a failure. The, the only the only good dream scenario was the one lively made. Yes, it was still pretty good. And we got the second pick with it. I was nervous that we were making something called the dream scenario, <laughs> like the and thinking pick. that we would it would Great. not. Be we got good. Johnny Davis, but we'll have to make some more dream scenarios soon so that this we just put it out there. If the Thunder make the playoffs, I will lose it. You might lose it. I'm losing it right now. If they now. make the playoffs, people better show up to the freaking arena. I, think, I was uh, so let down by the turnout on Wednesday night. I was too. Yeah. I, I was part of why I was excited to go is like I thought the crowd would be good. There was like an entire section of the lower bowl that had nobody there. And it was facing away from the cameras. So like you couldn't see it really, but there was like one whole section of everybody gone. Like, I, think it, I think it takes a while to get around that like, okay, we're getting good. Yeah. yeah. Like like we're starting in the podcast is starting to talk about it and people yeah. get like in the murmuring is there. People yeah. are start talking about it. NBA yeah. fans are gonna start talking like it'll like, be next year. Yeah. Yeah, it'll, next it'll year. Next year. It's like yeah. it's gonna it Dude, just here's takes what's a little bit to get kind of awesome is so I've got a friend that has good tickets and the uh I told him I was like, Hey, like let's set a date where we can go together. And he was like, All right, here's the he only did half a season, but here's here's the games you can go to. And one of them was the Warriors game. And I think it's March 9th or something like that. Last year, if you were waiting till March to go and watch this team live, Bro. there's oh, a chance yeah. you're going to be watching the worst so basketball true. you've ever played. Like, we got the best seats I've ever had. Not ever had, but best seats I've had in a long time last year. But it was none of the starters played. Right. None of the team played. It's like, but now I'm going to go see. like that. That's like a team's positioning for the playoffs or fighting for the playoffs style game against the Warriors. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. March yeah. 9th, starting lineup. They had still had Shea. Um, what in the world? Shea had eight points in that game. It was Shea, Wiggins, Lindy, Darius, Roby was the starting lineup. Shea was 2 of 15 mm, in that game. Good 0 of game. 4 from 3. That just feels like impossible now. I know. That just feels absolutely impossible. And they got just destroyed by the Timberwolves. Malik Beasley, I remember this game now. Malik Beasley had 11 threes in that game. Do you remember that? And then they traded him away. Yep. <laughs> just really worked out. That's great. Hey, guys, let's move to our next Twitter question. And it comes from at Thunder Dustin, who wants us to predict the starting lineup for next season. It's the million-dollar question, man. Million dollars? Yeah, I'm going to give million. it to you if you answer it correctly. <laughs> Shay, Giddy, J Dub, Dort, and Chet. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Dort has been awesome. Dort was great in that game. I mean, I think he was the best player for the Thunder. Yeah. Uh, against the Pacers. Any of those that would be debatable? It just J-Dub? depends. No, 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 no. J-Dub is there, man. That is a great starting five. Yeah, that's the starting five. And I I mean, it, it It also depends on what happens in the draft. Like, if you're in the lottery again and something crazy happens, then it could change. Like, if they somehow got the number two pick, like, you better believe Scoot Henderson will be starting for the Thunder. Yeah. And Dort probably goes to the bench. Yep. But they're not going to get that. Barring a crazy occurrence that will be the starting lineup and they will be that is a really good starting lineup yeah like you're crazy versatile 
everybody can get to the hoop. Everybody can pass. Your first three off the bench, Kenrich, probably Isaiah Joe. Who am I missing here? I mean, it so much of it, some of it is going to depend on like development. Like, what does Usman Jang look like at the beginning of next year? Yeah. What does Poku look like when he comes back? You know, they need a scoring punch off the bench, and that's where like the idea of Trey Man. And the, Trey's going to get another shot, but he's he's going to have to really show up and play like he did at the very beginning of this season and the very end of last season. If he plays like that, I mean, you have a real player. Yeah, I, did, I think the other thing you're going to get, though, is of the five you just listed, I would trust four out of the five to be able to carry the team as far as scoring for long stretches. Yeah. Who do you not trust? Yeah. The only one I wouldn't, I mean, he's done it, so it's probably not fair to even say that, but I Lou. don't love the way Lou do, would do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But if you had, if Shea subs out, you've got Giddy or J-Dub, if J-Dub and You feel Giddy great sub, about like, any of those guys handling the offense. Even, not to mention, yeah. like, Chet. Chet. Yeah. Like, bringing, he can bring the ball up. He can, you know, initiate your offense. He will initiate the offense. It's a thing, you know? yeah. But... What's fun is to watch this team. I, I don't know if you how much we, it's so strange how I see this every time, but the way they attack a zone and apparently everybody that they put at the free throw line just can drill a shot without like <laughs> Kenrich, Shea, Giddy, no matter who they ran, because the Pacers tried to go to a zone a few times, which yeah. historically used to really give the Thunder problems. Because they couldn't pass. And so they just they go like a high low kind of it's unbelievable. They just yeah. you can't you can't defend them with a zone and be successful for very no. long. No. One of my favorite stats, my favorite Kenrich stats is uh since the middle or since yeah, the middle of December, he's his his shooting splits are 50-50-50. The free throw one is wild. Yeah. 50-50-50 is was so funny when I saw it. But it's a thing. He's been incredible. He's the catalyst for this whole reason it's changed. He and Giddy Playing yeah, the way that sure, they've for sure. that playing was, the way that they've played, yeah, giddy has definitely Kenrich. changed the trajectory of this team. I mean, yeah. Shea was and already Jada. there, and yeah, the whole team actually is the reason they've changed. <laughs> Collective I gotta go, confidence. I gotta go to work. Okay, see you, oh man. It's good to be back. Welcome back, dude. It's great to have you back. See you, Luke. Be careful getting to work. Uh, you want to answer a few more TQs before we go? Yeah, yeah I made us late, so I'll uh, keep us going here. Uh, so this one's from at Ben Elephant King. Was Presty trying to tell us that this would happen with his comments about being burning assumptions the, that OKC would punch above its weight this year, and he wanted fans to experience a home playoff game again? Did he know? <laughs> I don't. I don't know that he knew. I think that he. I. I don't. I don't know. I. My guess is that they don't know what this team is going to do year in year out. Like, how could you know? Honestly, they're so young. There's so many different guys that need to hit a certain ceiling for you to be successful. It's like, how could you know? And I do think, and he talked about it. He's talked about this publicly quite a bit. It's like, they're not just going into a season just wanting to tank and just like, okay, we're going to tank from the outset. And people make those jokes and those assumptions from the jump. And it's like, listen, like you can assume all these things that you want, but we don't know what they're going to do. We've put a really good system in place. We have the players. We have players that we like. 
and we're going to roll the ball out and see what happens. And like the game's a consequence thing. I think that's a real thing for them. It's like, can we get to a place where we're playing games of consequence where we can actually grow as a team? And they're going to let them try to get there. Yeah. And they're getting there. I mean, I think that these games before the All-Star break are actually games of consequence now because it's not an easy road right before. I mean, it, it softens up after that Golden State game. They play Houston twice, and they got Golden State, Lakers, Portland, New Orleans, Houston again. And that's all before the All-Star break. But it's really these next five games are maybe like the first games of consequence that you could have. Since where, the bubble. Yeah, since the bubble, where it does feel like, okay. This matters. They, you can't lose all five of these games. You know, like last year, they would have probably lost all five of these games. Sacramento, Denver, Atlanta, Cleveland, Golden State. You probably lose all five of those at this point yeah. in the season last year. Now, I even have them, and I've kind of projected this. I have them only winning one of those games. Okay. But you can still get to 500 pretty easily after that. So, like, part of part of that was I'm I'm being cautious with oh, my predictions. Oh, you have to be. That's the danger right now, man. His expectations are running rampant. Yeah, because you can be like, oh, they're they're gonna beat Sacramento, and they're they gonna they easily could, be, could lose tonight. They in could Sacramento. beat Golden State, you know, because Golden State stinks on the road. It's like, yeah, sure, but also the Thunder are like right there with Golden State now, and the Golden State can't screw around anymore. And they didn't last night. I mean, they almost beat Boston in Boston. And also simultaneously game. totally blew it. It was amazing. That it was, was an un- amazing yeah, it was game. So much I don't fun. know what their defense was doing with Jalen Brown. It was hard because I was, I don't want to say this again for the 15th time, but my wife and I started a movie. My wife. And uh, she stopped, like we stopped at halfway. She went and did some stuff and I turned on the Boston game and it got to overtime. She's like, all right, I'm back. Let's finish this movie. And I'm like, sorry, please, please. No, of course I finished the movie. And I'm like, well, I just follow it. <laughs> You're just on your phone. Yeah, no, it was, so I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen from here. I'm, my assumptions have been burned. They're burned, they're burnt, crispy. I don't know what's going to happen from here. The good thing is, if they make the playoffs, like they're ahead of schedule, and they have 14 first-round picks to spend in the future. They have Chet coming back. You have Jang developing. You've got so many reasons to be excited. If they don't make the playoffs and they get like the 10th pick, we've seen what what Sam can do. This this draft is deeper than last year. Yeah. This yeah, draft KOC is really good. put out its big board yesterday. Yeah. Which it's, is a, just, it's, it's a wild one. I know. It it's is a wild crazy. one. I like it. It's really weird. I, there's a couple guys that I'm like, I don't know what you're doing, but yeah. I I like the, the wildness of it. Uh, but yeah, this draft is really good. And if they got the 10th pick, you better believe that 10th pick would be a good player. Yes, and I, I also am still of the mindset that they have four first-round picks next year that they can't use. Potentially, potentially. I know they're all protected, or not all of them, but the Houston pick's protected. The, the Is it the Jazz pick or the Heat? No, it's the Jazz. So they, they have the Clippers pick and their own, so they definitely have two. Yep. And, and then, then it's Utah protected 11. And then Houston or protected one through four. 10, and then one through four. So they could have potentially four first-rounders. those landing. Like, I could see Houston getting oh, right outside of the with, top four. Without a doubt. Houston wants to be yeah. good next year. Yes. Which is so I, hilarious. I just think that they have the assets, and this is the point. Like, 
if Sam sees the guy two picks ahead of where he is, and he did this last year with Jing, like or uh, with Jalen Williams, like how many guys he traded three picks to get two or to get one? Yeah, three you picks know? so he could pick twice. So it was like I, you could cle- you obviously could see him do that. I think the challenge for Thunder fans at this point is to just keep your expectations low. Yeah, I mean, don't the- panic and start assuming because that's I. And I'm literally preaching to myself yeah. in this moment because yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm going to watch that game tonight. And if they lose... I'm going to be very mad. Sabonis is questionable. That would be helpful because Sabonis is going to have like 30 and 30 consistent. <laughs> they, yeah, this is still the youngest team in the NBA. Yeah. That has not changed. And their rotation is about to get younger with Jang coming back. You... You can see the way that they've played recently, and you can project out. But I just, I'd be careful, and just know that if they're in the lottery again, like you can't be that disappointed. No, like if they end up winning like thirty-three games and they're in the lottery again, that is a huge step forward. And you have so much. Although, if they won thirty games, they would only win six out of their next however many. Thirty-three, yeah, oh, yeah. nine. It would it would still that would it would feel disappointing. Yeah, definitely. It would be. It would feel disappointing. But giving yourself a chance in the lottery, great. I mean, Memphis and the Pelicans got into the top three by in about that same spot. Yep. I mean, the the Bulls got Derrick Rose when they were I think ninth or tenth yeah. or something like that. So like you just never know. Well, yeah, and last year we saw I think the Kings were the ones that jumped. Kings were seventh and they got and Keegan they jumped Murray. up. You just don't you don't know what's going to happen. Even if they're picking 10, like I still feel really good about who they could get at 10. Mm-hmm. So it's not it would be frustrating, but like you can't let yourself go there. You have to understand that like there's it's still a big range of outcomes that could happen. One, they actually do make the playoffs. I think the most likely thing is that they don't, but it's this is it's going to be fun. Like you know next year there's like a good yep. team waiting to play. And it's one more year where a lot of these teams are going to get, like the Warriors are have one more year of getting older. You're going to have yeah the Clippers, one more, you know, like all these teams. The Nuggets are the ones that are going to be there for Nuggets a while. Will be there. The Pelicans, Grizzlies for a while. The Grizzlies. Pelicans for a while. That's going to be the battle. And then like what do the Mavs do this summer too? Like how do they actually get better? There's nothing of their past that would make you feel any sort of confident in their roster building so, yeah as far like they've as, always swung and missed on free agents yeah the, the free agent stuff is do people tough. want to play with luca it's a big question like yeah, he's so know. dominant i don't know so i do want to just give a quick shout out we had two discord questions we actually answered these without calling them out and so call them out uh at i guess not at but jvb from discord and then david dash 19 both of your questions thank you so much Discord's the place to be if you're not jumping on there. Uh, you can find that link, I think, in our Twitter. I don't know where you can find the link. Discord.com. I'll put it, I'll put it back out on our We'll Twitter. put it back out there. But that's where, and Alex is really, uh, if you want to kind of converse with him, that's where he is. So I want to ask just a couple more. This is non-basketball uh, related. Just uh, a few of our fun Twitter questions. So first one's from at Alex underscore Bowler Jack. <clears throat> Who asked the question, if you could have the hair of anyone in the history of the NBA, whose would you have and why? Oh. In the history of the league. 
I mean, Josh is pretty good. I know. That's really why I put this question in there is because I love his hair. Uh, Bill Walton back in the day looked a little crazy. I kind of like that. Yeah. Realistically, though, are you really wanting Bill Walton's hair? No. No. I would no. really want Josh's hair. It's Josh, right? That's about it. I'm trying to think of like other famous hair styles. I mean, like Steve Indian. Nash, but like, no. No. Dirk. Yeah. Maybe Dirk. Yeah. But I'd still rather have Josh. It's so Josh's hair it's is so puffy. It's great. It's great hair. It's got great hair. It's gonna be his beard, you know? It's his thing. It'll be here soon. It's coming. Yeah. And we're just gonna have a shirt with just his hair. Yeah. That felt weird. Uh all right. Um last question comes from at Bangelope. Best thing to eat with hummus. Is it weird to answer pita bread? Uh, no, it's very normal. You're a veggie guy. It's very normal. Carrots? Carrots. I love hummus, man. Yeah, hummus is fine. I'm not what? the biggest hummus guy. It's you don't fine. have the good hummus, man. Here's the key, key with hummus is you yeah. got to put other things with it. Like there's, I can't remember where it was, Jerusalem maybe here in the city. Yeah. Is you put a little uh, red, pep- or red pepper chili, like red okay. chili paste yeah. in it. Uh, I just don't like basil. the Basil. Na- I think it's basil. I don't like the name hummus. Hummus? Bad name. Why? I don't know. There's something about it I don't like. Okay. It doesn't make any sense, but I'll take it. Uh, yeah. Just something about the word. I just don't like I it. I don't like the word. Um, all right. Well, sorry, guys. I didn't mean to um, have this hummus slander. All right. So one last question. Andrew. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you miffed or... Are you peeved? Miff, 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 miffed and peeved. So I'm miffed and peeved at myself. Uh-oh. So I'll answer the question. Yeah. This morning, man. Yeah, how dare I, you? Listen, this is the second week in a row where I've overslept my alarm. But this one, I actually have a built-in excuse. I use the alarm on my watch. So I put it on its charger, and it has an alarm. It's. I live in this unique dynamic where I have to have an alarm that can wake me up but not wake up the room if that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. Oh okay? yeah. I've got same thing so going on. So it's like beep, beep, yeah, for sure. Beep, 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 beep. You have the but just on your watch. Yeah, and it's all, it's actually a yeah. great little Yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah. But apparently didn't charge my watch. So I put oh. it on the charger but it didn't like connect. Oh no. So I woke up this morning and my watch was dead, which means my alarm didn't go off. And my oh so watch. Mad. Yeah, my watch. And actually, my wife was the one that came in. My she, wife, my watch. I, I, I mentioned her like 45 times. She's apparently a big part of my life. Uh, <laughs> but she's like, did you oversleep? Ah, no! Yes! I'm like sprinting out of the house. And, uh, anyway, it's the worst. So I miffed it myself. Yeah. I'll be to, better. I'll be better, guys. We got to sit here and look at a bunch of L-Man's pictures from his trip. So we missed out. No, I don't know if I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have him back. Uh, thanks so much for listening to our podcast. We'll be back on Monday. Might have another special guest next week, so stay tuned in. Uh, if you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel, go subscribe to YouTube. You can also go to theathletic.com slash down to dunk and get The Athletic for $1 a month for six months and get this show ad-free. So if you hate ads, you can listen to this show with no ads, which is great. I hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you guys again on Monday. 
As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.